Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, thanks for joining the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, the video show. However you are joining us today, whether it's through your eyes or your ears, I appreciate both of those and your heart for just being a part of this tribe of people who are trying to make Jesus famous and are leveraging social media, any kind of media, digital technology, whatever we can do to get good news to the people that need to hear it. So whether this is a normal part of your process to listen in every Friday morning, maybe as you're drinking a cup of coffee or you have been watching the YouTube show, regardless, I just want to say thank you for being a part of our time together today. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to introduce you to somebody that I care about, somebody that is making a dramatic impact into the work that Kavanaugh gets to do. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to today's podcast. My name is John. I am the owner of Kavanaugh Media. And as, as an organization, as a business's mission, we are so thankful for the work that we get to do. One of those things is traveling and working with teams. We have a bunch of new teams that we personally are getting to partner with different organizations as they are launching some of their teams. And we're honored to walk alongside them to make new uh, partners in ministry, to meet new brothers and sisters in Christ. And it means sometimes a fair amount of travel. We do a lot by video calls, but I'm just looking at our schedule here and mine specifically in the next five weeks, and I'm going to be in the air or on the road for probably four and a half of those next five weeks. And so I would appreciate your prayers just for safety, not getting COVID, not getting too worn down just through the jet log and having a clear mind. So uh, we pray for you all. I'd love for you to be praying about those travels and that God would be glorified through them. The plan is still to have the podcast and the show coming out every Friday, 1.15 Eastern Standard Time in the morning. So we will have some of these pre-recorded. We're going to have some different subjects coming up. There's some new things that are happening on Google, some new changes that they're making. They're changing names on things like Google Data Studio. They're adding handles to YouTube channels. There's a lot of stuff that's happening there. This, this whole marketing world is constantly changing. And so that's one of the things that as Kavanaugh has grown from being, well, just me to being a team is that it allows us to be doing more research, to really be pushing into what's working, what's not working, changes that are happening. I I was listening just to two podcasts this morning about some different changes that are happening from one of the product managers at Hootsuite. It was fascinating. And so that's what we try to do is to constantly be pressing into this area, learning, and then sharing. And that's how we share is through this show. And so I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. We have several things mapped out that we're going to be sharing with you. But for today, I just wanted to continue with what we did a couple weeks ago when I introduced Sean to you. I wanted to introduce to you another key part of our Kavanaugh Media team because Kavanaugh Media is not me. It's not just John. And in fact, the bulk of the really cool stuff that Kavanaugh is doing, it's not me. 
not anymore. And I'm, I'm honored to be able to watch people who are really, really good at what they do work together to be able to do that. I'll give you two examples, and then I'm going to introduce to you the person I want to share uh, with you and introduce to you today. A couple nights ago, it was actually probably a little over a week ago, I beat, I was up early, early, early working with some teams. It was almost 10 o'clock at night, and I was just ready to crash hard. And I laid down, and this thought came into my head. Right now, Casey and Sean were on calls with teams still. They were still working. The work of Kavanaugh was not dependent upon my body being tired or if my cancer comes back or whatever it might be that the work itself was continuing. And that gave me a tremendous amount of joy to be able to, to see that take place and, and to do that. And I will also tell you, I brought on Casey here, who I'm going to introduce to you in a second, I think in January of this year. His background is in project management. He has his MBA, it's international MBA in supply chain logistics and management. He is our organizational guy and he makes everything just work. And one of the key things I did was to say, I don't want to just keep doing what everybody else has been doing and trying to spin it or spin, you know, polish it up to make it somehow look a little bit better or whatever. Like, here, I want you to have free range and, and to just start from scratch and build out our systems. And the result of that is tons of very specific standard operating procedures that relate to everything that we do and every procedure. Uh, and so Sean's making those, Alan's making those, Casey's overseeing that whole project. Our whole operation is being ran on software that's called monday.com. I don't really like the name, but I really like the software. And I just, I just am so excited to see the scope and the amount of teams that we can serve with a really small team. And it comes back to Casey and the person I want to introduce to you today. So without any further delay, I'm going to bring him on the screen here. And I'm going to say a couple more things, but here is Casey Bell. Casey, thanks for spending some time hanging out with me. We were working today. So hopefully <laughs> you don't get dinged. I don't get dinged. We've got you know 20 minutes here of, of uh, some quiet where we can introduce. Let me, truth in advertising, as we get started, Casey is my brother-in-law. And so <laughs> I'm just, yeah, he's got a different last name. So he's my brother-in-law. His wife is my wife's sister. He worked with us in Taiwan for many years doing church planting work there. You came back to the U.S. Uh, let me see, make sure I've got this right. You came back to the U.S. You went to like chef school. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I knew that's what you did, but like, is that what they call it? It's like, it's not like yeah, a, culinary school, something culinary like that. Culinary school. Yeah. All right. And um, we knew you had it in you as a team. We always benefited from your <laughs> doing our team dinners. We still do because you moved here to Tennessee where we live. And so we love. You're like five minutes from our house. Love it yep. when you come over and cook. So you did that and learned, I think, from that and probably have some share, something to share from that even uh, with our group today. And then you went back to school and got your MBA uh, your your bachelor's was in what? What did you do your bachelor's in? And it was something theological. Uh, Cross-cultural communication Cross -cultural. was my bachelor's. Okay, excellent. And then, yeah, and then my MBA was supply chain management and operations. Oh, operations, so. perfect. And then so you worked for two different companies 
with that. I remember the last three, one. if you count my uh, my culinary escapade. Well, yeah, but I'm saying with your MBA one, you did. <laughs> yeah, while different... I was in school, I worked culinary, and then yeah, I worked um, for an energy and aerospace company okay. for several years. And then the company before I came here was um, uh, they had they had pieces and input and design on the James Webb satellite. Wow. So it was an aerospace company. Yeah, and it's a big one. We don't need to say their name, but they do have a sports team <laughs> <laughs> named after them because I was watching one of them last night. So yep. uh, awesome. Appreciate it so much. Uh, Casey, you and I have known each other for I don't know how many years uh I, I watched you play soccer i <laughs> i think i helped pay for one of your dates maybe or maybe that yeah, was probably LA. i don't slightly. know but <laughs> i'm just so thankful for your gift set and the things that you you bring to it and you are you just have a, a, a mind that makes us as a team better and and i want the people who see the work from Kavanaugh. I want them to see these people that are really making these things happen. That's why I wanted to introduce you in this podcast. I know a lot of teams are several of the orgs that we're working with just directly Kavanaugh with these orgs are seeing you. You've been on calls all day today doing this. Um, so maybe tell us a little bit, first of all, personal parts, uh, family, okay, how many family, you know, kids, those kind of things that you have. And Favorite sport team. Let's start with that one. This is not scripted, gang. So if, if you're listening or watching, we're just going with stuff here. So we're having a conversation. But sure, first. sure. Uh, my wife Molly um, is uh, John's sister's or John's wife's sister. I always mess that up. Yeah. And I've got four kids. Um, they're all almost teenagers, except for my youngest. So two of them were born in Taiwan. I think just this year, our oldest has spent as much time in the U.S. as she has in Taiwan. So, mm. oh, so, and we moved here to to Marvel, Tennessee, and are fitting in. Hasn't been very long, so no. so far so good. Enjoying well, the weather right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The weather's awesome. The trees, the Smoky Mountains, yeah. are gorgeous. Nice. And, and you yeah. even said Marvel. So Marvel, you're Marvel. you're, you're I, getting a little. I'm, I'm working on it. Getting that southern <laughs> accent going there. I, I love it. All right. So. <laughs> Yeah, we have just done uh, – there's one of the things about a team and trust where you just know there's a level of trust beyond family where you just – you're scarred with people. You've gone through things. I mean we have done scuba dives and uh, I we were talking the other night when Molly had to have emergency appendectomy surgery. You all trusted – she was pregnant, just barely pregnant, just you know a few weeks into it. I was only six months into Taiwan trying to yeah. figure out talking to doctors in mandarin what do we this whole situation like yeah. we have we have got that was a lot our of, second week there our second week second yeah. week yeah so i think we could do a different podcast just on just challenges and scars and spiritual warfare and things where mm -hmm. you guys have gone through that but all right so that's your family favorite sports team though oh man uh i'm definitely a big premier league fan okay so i like to have a team in each, you know, level of the Premier League, the yeah. top tiers, the middle, and the end. So right now, this season, I've been watching a lot of Chelsea, cheering yes. for them. Excellent. Uh, Chelsea Blue, you see the background. Yep, yes. that's Great. right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. So. Okay, all right. Uh, I know it's a it's a faux pas to, like, 
two London teams like that. But yes. eh, hey, I, I love the game. Yeah, it's... you love the game, and we're <laughs> Americans, so we're already already disadvantaged through this. That's right. Yeah. So, have you seen that show? Then the Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah. Have you seen oh that? yeah, I've been okay. eating it up. Love yeah. It. So that's that's <laughs> like we're we're cheering for them as the lowest level. Uh, I have friends and ministry partners now. And then there was the Netflix show, but Sunderland, that would be another one. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. so uh, Premier League football. There we go. That is excellent. All right. So let's spend about 5, 10 or so minutes here. And I would love to just let people who are listening to the show learn a little bit from you as well. I want to introduce you, but there's a tremendous amount of value of your experiences and training that you have brought about. Uh, Let's start on the culinary side. What what can you take from that, or what do you take from that that you're applying to your work at Kavanaugh now? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, and it's not just at Kavanaugh, but even to the aerospace companies. So, you know, working in supply chain, the first lesson is in in the kitchen, if you have food coming in and it's just sitting on the shelves, it's just money at literally rotting on the shelves. Mm. And so you have to create this perfect supply chain from from the walk-in to the plate, and so everything needs to be in order. You need to make plans. You need to order. So in the supply chain sense, it makes sense. But the, the biggest lesson I've taken from, from culinary school, from working in kitchens, is this idea of mise en place. And it means everything in its place. Mm. So before you step up to your, your saute station and start cooking, you need to make sure all of your garlic is minced, all your shallots are chopped, all your oil bottles are filled, all your wine bottles are filled. Everything is ready to go so that when the work starts, there's no stopping to make things. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest lesson I've taken from that. And, and I've been able to apply it all across my career um, in the corporate world and then now in Kavanaugh too. And that's, that's largely how I view my role here is – to make sure everything is in place so that when the work goes, the work goes without friction. Yeah, I love it. And that's really a lot, a lot of the documentation, the SOPs that we've been doing. You know, it takes work to build those things out um, and to make them right and then to constantly update them. And so you're, you're checking those bottles, making sure they're full, making sure they're still <laughs> correct and, and everything else. Love it. What about on your MBA side? What is something, maybe several things, that you learned through that process or the work at your aerospace that you would say could apply to the teams? Because, I mean, everybody listening to this are going to be people doing digital ministry in one form or another, church, mission team, whatever else. What would be something that you've learned that you would say to them, like, hey, here's an important thing or something that you've learned through that process? It's interesting, like in the supply chain world, and people have been hearing about supply chain now for the last couple of years because right. of COVID and all the disruptions that <laughs> it has caused through the world. Beforehand, you know, it's kind of like the the goalie on a soccer team. Nobody really knows about him until he messes up. And then they're like, what? Yeah. Where were you? You know, you right. could have made 20 saves, right? But right. it doesn't matter because that one got through. So all of a sudden, supply chains around the world are getting disrupted. And now everybody is paying attention to it. And so there's parts of your supply chain that you need to keep really lean and parts that you need to be redundant in mm. for security or for security, for stability. Right. And those are the lessons I'm bringing to Kavanaugh right now is that we want to keep things lean in the sense we want them to be simple. We want them to be streamlined. We want them to be consistent because that creates efficiency. Mm. 
we want to be redundant in ways that if if a disruption happens, we have another another wall to lean on. We have another leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. So we're not completely thrown into disarray. If we're lean on everything, like many of the supply chains were over the last two years, the disruptions are way more disruptive because mm. oh, they're bound to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. That reminds me of just a few weeks ago, I did, you know, here's some key questions you need to be pondering. And if your whole thing is in Facebook only, and then you lose Facebook access, or it stops letting you do this, or your business ad account gets stopped or shut down, well, you're in trouble on that. So yeah, I, I hear you. I think redundancy is one of those things we've been trying to do. Uh, we did not have these things set up before you came in and started setting up just the systems and operations and processes to that so definitely something that i think those listening to the show could be doing which is just backup thinking through scenarios thinking through those those kind of situations no that's great uh since you've been here now we're almost 10 months actually about 10 months into this or so what's been some of the things that you have uh, surprised you or you have enjoyed through this work that we get to do i'll start with the, the second one all right um what I really enjoyed is the breadth of team types that we get to work with. Mm. First of all, there are teams all over the world working with different cultures. And then within those teams, they sometimes will have a different approach to their creative or they'll be more focused on data or, the, or an app or a website. And so kind of talking through all of those things and really helping them stay focused on you know, what's the big picture here? And then guiding them through those, those smaller, the smaller directions that they want to take Mm. so that they feel is right for their culture and in their wheelhouse as a team. So that's been really cool. Yeah. Um, Surprises. Hmm. I guess what's been surprising to me, um, I don't know, it's not really surprising at all. Like, well, it's a good surprise, right? There's okay. a lot more interest in this and digital engagement and media movement than I ever really knew about before coming to Kavanaugh. I'd heard about it. You, of course, talked about it all the time. Um, and But in my day-to-day where I was, you know, going to church and just in a, in corporate America, really had no idea the the robustness of what's happening around the world and the information and the capability of so many teams out there. Yeah. And just their heart. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. I I explained that so many of the teams that we get the honor to work with, uh, first of all, none of them are our teams. We own no possession. I I kick back and you hear me say this all the time. It kind of bothers me when I hear people making claims of my teams, this or that, or whatever else. No, they're, they're part of their org. They're part of you know the Lord stuff or whatever. Uh, so, but the teams we get to partner with uh, to do that, they're like snapping turtles. Like they are just not going to stop. They are going to make Jesus known. They're going to get that good news out there, and, and I love it. And that has meant for some of them that they've had to learn a lot of technical things or things that they're not comfortable with. Uh, and you know that's that's one of those frustrations that I've heard as well to mm-hmm. help and drive even the the one to many stuff that we're doing on that uh one to many is that for those of you who are just listening to the show and never heard this is our effort starting in the 12 largest 
unreached countries. And then we have another list of 25 that we're moving on where I'm going to be working with a lot of nationals, just straight national teams on this as well. But where we bring together these coalitions of people where we're doing all the technical, we're setting up the businesses, we're running all the ads, we're doing that thing. They're doing translation. They're doing the online responding. They're doing the face-to-face follow-up, whether it's a church, whether it is a a church meets under a, a palm tree. We at Kavanaugh are not to the point where we believe there's only one way that the Lord is working or one biblical way of how you can do this or that. So we're just honored to work with, as you said, so many different teams, different backgrounds, theological, whatever, all trying to work together. But let me let me just throw this one to many thing, and then we'll, we'll start to wrap it up here. But of this kind of a project to, to doing something like this, one of the areas of expertise that you have had in the business world was in cross-cultural dynamics. You were working with teams from multiple countries, all working on one kind of issue or problem or solution to that. What's a watch out or a lesson learned or some advice that you would give to, to me and to you know people listening to the Christian Media Marketing Show here when it comes to that, the cross-cultural part of sure. work? Sure. It's really fascinating. Like in the business world, it, for me, it was more about communication style. So, and st- style is not really the right word, but how, do, how does one's culture influence how they communicate and even how they listen, hmm. um, how people are persuaded, how decisions are made? Um, is, a, is the responsibility on the speaker to get the message across or is the responsibility on the listener to receive the message? So those, those are all influenced by culture. So it's been interesting to take that and come here to Kavanaugh and start working with teams and working with ads in different languages and different cultures across the world. How does, how does culture play a role in that? And I don't think it's a very robust study. Like how do people in Taiwan use Facebook? How does their culture affect the use of that? And um, I just, I have that lens to where I'm always thinking about those types of interactions. And so if, if a country is more collective by nature, so Taiwan would be a good example of that. Um, are, is their use of Facebook more collective in nature? So should we be focusing on individual private messages or should we be focusing on community? Should we be focusing on doing things out in the comments or out in public, as I like to say? So that people can look in. So, uh, and again, it's just a lens I'm looking through. I don't know if it's fact, but like in Taiwan, we had a great ad running on what question would you ask God? And and it was initially message us. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody really messaged, but there were tons of comments and conversations happening in those comments. So people asked their questions. Our responder would would answer and begin that conversation. And what was cool about it was I want to say there was like 6,000 people who interacted with those comments who looked through and saw them. So they were watching this conversation happen in public and, you know, talking with uh, our responder there, talking with the, the team on the field there, they were saying, yeah, there's a lot of skepticism around Facebook and going off Facebook for any of this stuff because of things happening at large in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. 
And so it made sense culturally that, okay, we can put this out in public. People are asking questions. People are interacting. A lot of silent people just watching on to see if this is okay. Right. So it's interesting to see how those play out in different cultures. I like it. So collectivistic versus individualistic, you have, you know, the heat, cold versus warm, not just climate, but personalities and how that impacts digital media usage. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sounds good. I guess if you're going to do a PhD, maybe you could go do it and some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, (laughs) that would be awesome. Well, hey, it is something for anyone of you who are listening to the show or watching today. Think through that. Maybe that could be something for you. If you're not getting a ton of private messages, maybe you need to move over to those micro messages and to the comment area or just continually look at how people use social media. Well, Casey, I'm... I'm just honored to get to work with you. I love you. You know that. It, it. I can't tell people how thankful I am for the team that we have. Um, I'm hoping as the Lord is op- giving us opportunities to continue to grow that we're going to add. Uh, I'm running out of brother-in-laws to add to it, <laughs> so we'll be bringing on others. One of the things that I've always talked about and prayed about, even in Taiwan, because not everybody was a relative there, was um, having family to work with and do ministry with and having friends who are like family to be able to do that as well. And that's what I want Kavanaugh to be about is for mm-hmm. us and the people that we serve, for them to feel like that we care for them as if they're family, they're brothers and sisters in Christ, because that's the truth and that's who they are. So Casey, thanks for using your expertise. Thank you for putting your hand to the plow, not just with us here at Kavanaugh, but with so many different teams and places around the world. And thanks for taking the time to hang out with me today. I really do appreciate it. Happy to do it. Thank you. All right. Well, there you go. That is Casey Bell. He is our operations. He does a ton of stuff. And if you're working with us, you will see him. I guarantee that. So be um, checking next week. We're going to have another podcast that's coming out. I still got a couple more people I want to introduce to you. So we'll intersperse those throughout the different trainings that we have coming up. But like I said, we have some new stuff coming out. Google has been running some new things, some new opportunities, new ways to take even tests and things that they're doing and run some A-B tests on them. So I'm excited to share about those in the coming weeks. As always, if there's something you would love for us to be talking about or training or, or even just exploring, I'd love for you to tell us about it. Uh, I think next week's podcast, I'm going to be sharing about some software I've been playing with that allows you to do artificial intelligence for testimony videos. And it can make their mouths match the script and the things that are saying. It's not perfect, but it's really cool. And, and it might be something that could benefit you. So that will be next week's podcast, Lord willing. So until next time, no matter what you're doing, where you are, may the Lord bless you as you make his son famous. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.